Steakaholics, good afternoon and welcome. Episode 60. I've missed you all, as I am sure that you all have missed me. But, Touchdown Report still provided that for you. I'm back uh, from a retreat, getaway, time of my life if you want to call it. But, we're here today on the 16th of October. Rocktober the 16th, 2021. And I'm here with the one and only, the fabulous Nay. Nay, welcome to episode 60. We made it. We made it. What a slight pause. The audience might have thought that you were tied up in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, welcome to the show. And it's, we made it. We made it. We did. We made it. Episode 60. There we go. Here we are. Fun show stored for you all today. And uh, it was Nay's idea to take... Not only a genius of the week, but to take a segment of this show that is just going to be geniuses that we've experienced on our voyage last week or over the course of the 10 days. Nate, how was your voyage there? Did you enjoy yourself? Did you get to relax? Was it what, what, what was your um, recap of uh, your feeling about the trip? Um, it was fun. It was busy. We had moments where we wanted to... Choke people? <laughs> yeah. Um, just didn't know what the heck they were doing. Yeah. Um, that's why we're doing this episode, but overall, it was a great time. Absolutely. And, and I couldn't have picked a uh, better person to go away with than you. It was an uh, absolutely fun time. But, Nay, in the meantime, we got a bunch of things going on here, and, uh... First things first is we got a little recap of what happened on Thursday night. Nay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went into the link, played the Eagles. Um, a lot of people thought that this was going to be blowout. Nay, what happened in this game? Uh, Tampa Bay won. Tampa Bay won twenty-eight twenty-two. And it doesn't matter by how many points Tampa Bay still won. Didn't cover the spread. Eagles had a chance to win. That was never going to happen. <laughs> I, I love the cockiness coming from a uh, former Patriots fan. Let's see what happens in a uh, couple of couple of weeks when we got a showdown going on there. But uh, showdown, 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 showdown. But anyway, so with that being said, five, uh, after the game, the Eagles said goodbye to uh, veteran Zach Ertz. Thank you for your service. Now he's on the way to. The Arizona Cardinals, nay. That's crazy. Yeah. Woke up one morning or went went to bed two and four with one bird. Woke up five and zero oh with another bird. It just yeah. I mean that's just called luck. Guy guy uh, guy likes birds, I guess. You know, uh, is what it is. But um, or just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, game day for you guys coming up tomorrow. Everybody knows the scenarios of how the importance of these games come into factor. Uh, so craziness, we got 9.30 a.m. from across the pond over there. Dolphins and the Jaguars are going to start us off. Uh, big game for the Chargers on the road versus the Ravens. Vikings are going to Carolina to play the Panthers. The Packers are playing the Bears in Soldier Field. Bengals and the Lions clash inside of Ford Field in Detroit. Texans and the Colts are playing in Indianapolis. Rams and the Giants are playing in New Jersey. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Washington Deadskins in Washington. Arizona Cardinals, as we just spoke about, are playing the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Uh, probably going to be the best game of the afternoon. Raiders are going to play the Broncos in Denver. Patriots are going to play 
uh, at home versus the Cowboys, Seahawks, and the Steelers for the night game. And Monday Night Football is going to be the Bills are traveling to the Music City to play the Tennessee Titans there. So I hope you guys are enjoying the season so far. It's very crazy to have uh, what's going on with me in the aspect of things because not used to having the Chargers in first place. It's an exciting feeling, and uh, we'll talk more about them in just a little bit. But a uh, lot of decaholics, uh, you know, getting a little upset now that we're not touching on the subject of baseball, so I'm going to give it a brief. Uh, Red Sox are playing the Astros in the uh, American League Championship Series, and uh, right now the Astros are up uh, one game to zero in the series, Nate, in Houston for a second game as we speak right now. Um, I like the Astros to finish this series, and uh, the toughest thing is the game one later on of the NLCS is going to be in Atlanta, and the Dodgers are playing the Braves. I have a lot of friends who are Braves fans. Uh, I, I just... This might be the year that the Braves get there, and uh, I, I, without their best player, and it's, you know... It's going to be tough. I mean, the Dodgers are tough, and they and everybody thought that the Giants were going to uh, beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers found a way to win that game well, five. Um, we were on that side of the block, and um, everybody's crazy over there about them. Uh, we're depending on where you live. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and we'll get into that in just a little bit there. Uh, but also, you know, with the aspect of things. It's time. Atlanta's, you know, only has a short run of these teams, and it seems like the same teams are there every year, rebuilding and getting the better players and whatnot and the pitching. And But it seems that people are hitting in the postseason right now. But I, I like the Astros to play the Dodgers in the World Series. Uh, moving on to tonight. Welcome back, Nay. Welcome back, all right? Your, your snowball is almost there, Nay, and I know you're starting to get out of your mind already, all right? Out of my mind. Out of my mind already, as that's what I'm going to say Nay is every day, uh, because... She now has has now football going on. Welcome back, hockey. And uh, on the 19th, we're going to have hoops back. So, I mean, it's just a great time to be a sports fan. The only time of the season that you get every single sport going on at once. You got baseball, basketball, hockey, and football all going on. It's just a great thing to be a sports fan right now. Uh, it's already that we had today, 2-1, the Buffalo Sabres beat the Arizona Coyotes. Rangers are playing tonight in Montreal, 0-2 for the Rangers there. Uh, Islanders 0-1, playing in Florida, playing the Panthers. Uh, I think they will go to 0-2 there. Stars are playing the Bruins, Senators and the Maple Leafs, and that's Hockey Night in Canada for you folks there. Uh, Canucks are playing the Red Wings, Blackhawks and the Penguins, Lightning and the Capitals. The Seattle Kraken, they are playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. We're going to see them soon. Halloween, I think they play the Rangers. Hurricanes and the Predators. Blues and the Avalanche, Flames and the Oilers, another hockey night in Canada there. Jets and the Sharks, and the Wild and the Kings are going to close it out there for the hockey for this evening. Now, Nate, while we were away, we were traveling down, and we'll tell the audience stories about what happened on our adventure. But as we're traveling down, we, we wanted to... Well, not we, because I know you really didn't give a shit. But uh, wanted to see the Tyson... Mm, about right. The Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder 3 fight. So we set the alarm because Nay was going to give in. <coughs> we were going to watch this. Bless you. Okay. And we passed out. <laughs> we slept right through it. We didn't wake up till no, 11. There's a reason for yeah. that. Yeah, and we'll it get into that. like we were just like, Noah, we're really tired. We're just going to fall asleep now. Cause... Yeah. Crazy madness. Uh, you know, But we'll get into that in just a few. Uh, so the Tyson Fury and the Deontay Wilder fight ended up with uh, Fury knocking Wilder out in wow. the 11th round. 
So, uh, yeah, gonna gonna get to see that fight uh, for free now, <laughs> weeks later, you know, so I'll, I'll, I'll... I'm sure we can watch it right now. Yeah, we can. So we'll, we'll check it out. I mean, I'd like to check it out. I want to see how we got knocked out. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, gonna have some boxing guys coming on the show in the upcoming future. Some real boxing gurus for you guys that have lived the stories and got to see the greats like Muhammad Ali and Frazier and, and, and even George Foreman. I would have given anything to see, uh, you know, I got to see Mike Tyson once. And uh, I, I barely remember it because I was so little. Um, but I would have loved to see those guys. I would have given anything to see those guys. And just, you know, not everybody is into boxing anymore because of the UFC, of how big it is. But boxing is where the real talent is there. Anybody can kick the shit out of anybody on any given day. You know, put me in the ring with one of those guys and I'll kick him in the fucking cranium and, you know, we'll see what happens yeah, from there. I don't know about that. But uh, moving forward with that, Nay, topic number two here today is going to be our experience at Aftershock, <laughs> and we just learned, Nay, how many people were at that festival? A lot of people. 140-something people. 145,000 people, Nay. We were amongst them. We were in the fucking pit. So, Nay, why don't you start it off and tell us uh, what what transpired, what went down when we when we got to the festival, and what, what we saw as we got to the parking lot to get on the bus, and, and how it started, and... Go ahead. You mean from like jump off? Just from just from the concert day, and we'll we'll go back and we'll you know we'll we'll give the next topic is our California adventure. So. So we bought tickets to go on the bus to park away from the festival, festival because there's no parking. Parking. No parking. <laughs> yeah, parking. I think it's a new word that people should start using. That's good parking skills. <laughs> yeah, parking skills. No parking at Discovery Park, so everybody had to park at Sleep Train Arena, which is where the Sacramento Queens play. I mean, King, sorry. They used to. No, King still play there. Oh, they do? And yeah. why was it like a ghost town? Uh, because there was no game yet. I don't know. It kind of looked like it hasn't been used in years. That's because the Kings are a terrible team. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, we got on the bus, no problem, barely any line. Um, got there, and we were walking, and um, there was the first stage. And the first stage was, you know, it was pretty open. But I guess we didn't realize the second stage right away, and we didn't realize the amount of people that were there until the second concert on the other side was done. Like, whoever was performing on that side. Yeah. Because we saw a sea of people come back to go watch Volpe. Volpe, yeah, yeah. They, they ran. Yeah, yeah they, they were to go see Volpe. There so were actually there a lot of people. There were actually four stages, and it was something that I've never seen before. And And the crazy thing about it is that the situation had the, the whole uh, venue that they had going on was just very weird that it was open in a park like this. So as they said, as we first walk in, there's one stage. Then you would walk around, and they had like all of the albums displayed for Metallica like they did prior in Louisville. And then there was another stage, which was the main stage of the Jack Daniel stage. Now, if you were to walk east of the Jack Daniel stage, there was another two stages that were set up with a whole bunch of vendors and like other crazy shit over there and whatnot, uh, you know, that you could buy from the band's merchandise or whatever. So at this point, with the other bands going on and whatnot, um, you really couldn't tell exactly how many people were there. And at this point, it was really just a crazy situation. Uh, for what we got to experience after. Nay, continue. Uh, so we figured out which stage Metallica was going to perform on, and we got as close as we possibly could. 
That's pretty much the summary of it. I mean, unless you want to go into details of, like, the people we talked to and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, the continuation of, you know, we got there, we stayed to watch Rancid, which Rancid, uh, to me, uh, terrible. <laughs> but I know that, uh, you know, they, it's not that I don't think that they just, just, I think that they've outgrown their, uh, audience. Like, the, the audience, like, there was, like, really just, uh, some weirdos that were really like bashing out to them and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, we saw a lot of crazy things happen, but, uh, as Metallica gets closer and the, and the cool thing about, um, this particular show is that Metallica was ready. Uh, I guess Louisville was just a warm up. Uh, it really, they just came out, uh, just unreal. The set list was very similar to Louisville with the exception, um, that we got to hear, a song off of St. Anger, which we usually really never ever get to really hear this actual song. Yeah, no, we never get to hear that song. Yeah, I mean, started off again, Whiplash, Ride the Lightning, Harvester of Sorrow, Cyanide, uh, Went Into Memory Remains, One, uh, then Frantic off of St. Anger, which was really cool. We didn't get to hear that. Uh, then we got... Um, Moth into Flame, No Leaf Clover, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Whiskey in a Jar Again, Fade to Black, Master of Puppets, Battery, Fuel, Seek and Destroy. Um, so very similar set list. Uh, wasn't upset because I got to hear Puppets and I got to hear one. But same exact set list again for Sunday night when they did the Black Album. And I guess what they're trying to do is just basically you know, not give the audience a, a uh, duplicated song in these two shows, expecting that most fans are staying for both shows. If that uh, makes I sense. Mean, I think most people, I think they expect that most people don't go to all four festivals so that they can get away with playing the same set list. Yeah, and I mean, it's Metallica. Who's going to really complain about that set list? It's uh, not a good... You did. Well, no, I, I didn't really. <laughs> I didn't, if I would have heard Black Album, yeah, I would have complained. But, uh, so yeah, just some crazy events that went down. Uh, as the show gets uh, as the show gets closer, um, we, we had crazy events happen where we would try to go and get, you know, food, and not all of the places are up to New York speed in California. So it was sometimes difficult for us to order food if we went out for a drink and, you know, COVID restrictions with a lot of that. So this is like the first time that these guys have had like a big festival or something or even a, uh, you know, a big concert like this uh, in two and a half years. So a lot of the people... It was insane. Insane. People were insane. The vibe was insane. The level of energy was insane. Yeah, it was... A little bit much, and uh, when everybody started packing in, uh, Nay and I were there. We were in the pit, and we survived, and it was just insane with the the pushing, the swinging, the just, you know, people are throwing arms, and, and Nay almost got knocked out, and, and just, you know, at this point of noticing now that, like, yeah, we're never doing this again, but yeah, that's absolutely right, uh, but the thing is, is that they're, they're the fans, nay. They 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 were there, but they weren't there. Like they were not there for to be. Oh, oh my God, it's Metallica. Like you know what I mean. Like people didn't know Frantic. People didn't know uh, the other cover songs. Like it was like I felt that the people were there just for a night out, and that's what the people in Pittsburgh told us. So. They people in Pittsburgh told us that too. That they can buy tickets to the game for a hundred bucks to sit in the front row 
and they don't even give a shit about hockey. It's just a night out to go out. And and a lot of the people like there, it kind of, it made me uncomfortable for me, the vibe itself. How did you feel? Um, I think it depended on the moment. I was fine up until the point where I almost got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, scary, you know, like fighting for survival. Uh, you know, a couple of couple of guys, they were getting into it, it was swinging at each other. Uh, they almost caught a black eye and a couple of teeth knocked out. But, you know, I, I grabbed her and made sure she was all right. But that's I mean, not... People, people were pushing people. People were looking for fights with people. It yeah. was just insane. Yeah, it really was just crazy. And you guys can just imagine, like, what type of world I'm in alone from the vibe and stuff and I, I turned around at, at one point and to be truthful with everybody I, I looked back now and I couldn't see where the end of the people ended. No you couldn't see where the end of people were you just like waiting up until them performing you could see the crazies come out to play. Yeah yeah it was it was absolutely crazy like but fishnick stockings and crop jobs uh, and Woodstock type of titties flying. Yeah. It was girls on top of guys, shirts ripped off, clothes ripped off, fucking bras thrown at the band. Like, yeah, not stuff that I've never experienced at a Metallica concert, and I hope that I never experience it again. But nay, we survived and we were there, and Metallica kicked ass, and uh, it, it was crazy because I, I think that they, uh, you know, uh, are ready. They're back in prime, and uh, the 40th anniversary shows are going to be great. Still a couple more dates before then, but uh, it, it's going to be great to see what else they got in store. But uh, getting out of Aftershock was no picnic either of trying to get out of there. You can imagine that, you know, there's only 50 buses with X amount of people trying to get back there and whatnot. So it really was a complete disaster. But best song of the night, in my opinion, that they played was Ride the Lightning. It was really classic. So, uh, great style, and just, how can you go wrong with Ride the Lightning? Uh, Nay, topic number three. Wait, I don't think you, I think you need to explain why the end of the night was a shit show. Oh, I'm sorry. There's some stories there, too. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of stories, but I figured we'd save those for the geniuses. Oh, but, okay. But that well, would be... let's just say that it took longer for us to get back to our hotel than it did to watch Metallica play. Yeah, it, it it took, yeah, basically the show ended at 11 o'clock and we didn't get back to the hotel until after 2.30. So, <laughs> unbelievable. And the crazy thing about it, like what we got to see um, and what Nay is referring to is we'll, we'll bring it off into the, uh, the geniuses here. So, Nay, go on to tell the audience about your California adventure. So, we started up in Sacramento. Yeah, we started up in Davis. Davis. Well, we flew into Sacramento, and we had a wombat who, well, I don't know if she's a genius or not, but she helped us get our car, and uh, she was a fun one. and Very special. Very special lady, tried really hard to be nice, but was a little too nice. And then we moved on from that to go get some weed. <laughs> but that's not a weed thing. I just went. It was more like a D thing, and I just kind of tagged along for the ride. It was really cool how, uh, you know, we it was able we were able to walk in there, and, like, you pull around the corner, you could smell it for three blocks. Yeah, you couldn't smell it. It was, you know, it was it was cool. So, yeah, I so... I smelled it right on the second we got close enough. So, so yeah, so we stopped. We, we got to check out some of the dispensaries in California, which was pretty cool. And then, uh, obviously... 
Went to the hotel. Went to the hotel. Traveled in and went to the mall. Uh, the next day. Next day. And could not find one piece of Charger stuff in Northern California. Nope. May I remind everybody that the Chargers are in first place. And that is fucking pathetic. That you can't buy a piece of Chargers clothing, hat, anything in Northern California. From the places that we went to, granted. Okay? So... Yeah, we couldn't find it anywhere. Then we got to go to the festival. As you guys know, what happened in the festival. So, we turn around and we're, we're exiting the festival. And we'll give you guys genius number one here. So, we got to walk up this pretty big incline of a hill. So, you can imagine that there's all kinds of people that are handicapped and uh, out of shape and slower and fucked up and whatever. So, there, it took a while to get up this hill. So, once we get up the hill, there's this big gothic girl and uh, had fishnet stockings and decided that she had to go to the bathroom that the porter potty wouldn't do it for her. Well, she was far away from the porter potty, let's be honest. Well, she could have stopped before she came up there. This isn't a sudden thing that you're going to say, I walked up a hill and suddenly I got to take a piss. Like that, especially the way she, what kind of condition she was in. So, <laughs> turn around and look and she fucking falls down the hill, mate. <laughs> but this wasn't any kind of hill. She fell into somebody's living room. Yeah, well, it, Sacramento is not really a nice area. It can be on one block, and then the next block, it's not. Yeah. So, definitely people were camping out in places that you would normally not see that, especially on the East Coast. Yeah, absolutely. It's not as out in the open as it was in the West Coast. Absolutely. And and the funny thing about it is, is that she didn't care, nay. Nope. She just yeah, got she, naked. She found a tree yep. and she felt good. Found a tree, started ballooning it with her fucking back, rubbing her back and her ass up against the tree. She and looked like a bear. Yeah, she, it was crazy. And, uh, and then she couldn't get back up the hill. Yeah. And, so I had to help her. And then no shame or anything at all, Nay. She just decided, like, hey, listen, uh, you know, everybody knows what just happened. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like no one, we had nothing else. Nowhere else to look. Literally waiting online for like two hours to get on a bus to go ten minutes down the road. Yeah, we got out of there real quickly. We found a Lyft driver who canceled on us. And then we found our Uber driver. And we couldn't have thanked him enough for taking us back ten, ten minutes. This guy probably had like got nothing out of this deal. But we were very grateful for him for picking us up and finding us on the side of the road. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just the creeps that are there, the homeless people, those guys blowing lines in front of us on, on their hands on the corner. Like, good evening in Sacramento. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> really just really just crazy. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, that that's our genius there. Nay, do you feel that's a genius? Sure. Like that noise. That is correct. Getting a little help there from our buddy Chris Farley. Uh, rest in peace, pal. Nay, uh, so going to the next aspect of our adventure. So now that we don't get, you know, back to the hotel to, to, till 2.30 in the morning, Nay, what happens at that point? Uh, I went to sleep. Okay. And I only took a two-hour nap because we wanted to get on the road to go to LAX. Uh, yeah, somewhere in that range. Uh, before we go into what happened there, we got a couple more geniuses that uh, I think that we should tell before we go on to the rest of the stories. So the first one is when we're in the mall inside of Sacramento. Yeah, we were looking for um, 
whatchamacallit, a Chargers jersey that did not exist, and we found um, a panhandler in the middle of the mall, pretending to be blind, but really wasn't blind. Really wasn't blind, because, nay, did he not start batting around, okay, with his stick, with his walker, and uh, he says, nice tattoo, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, how the fuck is this guy blind, man? And how is he making money off of people if he could freaking tell people they have nice tattoos? Yeah, it's just crazy. But, uh, Nate, another genius there? <laughs> nay, your voice you changed. Really want yeah. that to be a part of the show. Your voice changed, nay. What happened there? I know. There? I just can throw it so well. Nay, as we're getting online to go to the bus to go to the festival here, okay? What happened? Some, some somebody turned around and they faked a COVID test. Oh yeah, we were online. Wait and see if we could get upgraded for VIP tickets, which we were sold out, and we just tried anyway. Um, and we were online, and these three guys behind me said that they faked a COVID test result. And we find that to be, like, the extreme of extremes. Like, just go get COVID tested. Like, how yeah. hard is that? Not you I literally was like, yeah... My COVID test results came in clutch. Like, like that. Not only that is like the crazy thing about that is, is that he didn't fake a COVID card. <laughs> he faked a negative COVID test. Yeah, like literally, I think anyone could fake a COVID test because that's just um, what you call it, a piece of paper almost. That has a fake doctor's signature on it. Like, I don't know. I think that's probably worse. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, just <laughs> geniuses that you see out there in the world. Nay, uh, uh, genius there? I'd like to think so. Cracking me up today, Nate. With all... cracking, <laughs> cracking me up today with all these geniuses. So traveling down the coast, it was one of the most gorgeous scenes that we've ever seen. The sunrise there, it was so cool just to be, you know, and we took the long way. We took a super long way. It took us 13 hours to get to Hermosa Beach where our hotel was. Yeah, we took the long way home, guys. Taking the long way home, Nay. Now, going up the mountains, Nay, how was that view over the top and seeing the water down and just the, the clear water itself of how clean it is and how crazy it looked from above on the... It was overtime. pretty. It was pretty. It was nothing I've ever seen before. Yeah, absolutely crazy. And then different parts, Nay, uh, you saw a different color on different parts. It was a Bob Ross painting. Yeah, Bob Ross. Uh, you know, just happy little trees there, guys. There's a lot of happy little trees. Just going to take a little bit of that. There's a lot of winding roads, too. Mix it with a little pink there, Nay. And uh, we're just going to give it a splash. If you, if you flick your wrist just a quarter inch to the left, you'll be okay. But... <laughs> Cracking yourself up today, Nay. Uh, a lot of windy roads, and then we get into um, L.A. And uh, what happens when we get there, Nay? What do you mean? What happens when we get there? We pull into a town that doesn't allow... Smoking. Smoking. And 
two towns that don't allow smoking. Uh, Which we, is a big problem for one of the two of us. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, having to deal with the, uh, you know, respectfulness of the culture of, you know, whatever, I try to keep it to, you know, my privacy of people, you know, trying not to disrupt what they got going on, but I realized at a point why people were starting to look at me with fucking six heads, so, you know, it was really, people were, like, walking down the street looking at me sideways, like, you know, I was, you know, robbing a bank or some shit because I was smoking a cigarette, um, so, after we get down there, uh, we get to relax, didn't get to watch the fight night, but then we got to go to SoFi, and, very cool experience today, what happened on Sunday morning, game day morning, we started off at this shitty restaurant, <laughs> Just so we could catch the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, you just said it. <laughs> what to say about that? When we traveled to the game, we had a little bit of a hiccup getting in the game. They yeah. would. Uh, well, we didn't think that after going to a festival that we would need another clear bag to get into a stadium. But uh, yeah, women needed clear bags. No one was allowed to bring in any other bag but a clear bag. So I bought a clear bag, dumped all my contacts contents of my purse into a clear bag and just had the brown, the black bag in and of itself inside the clear bag, but could not bring in that black bag because it was black and not see-through. So we had to rent a locker for $20 yeah. so that I could get into the stadium. Yeah. And when we got in, it was so cool, so crazy. The stadium was so big um, and it really was just mind-blowing when we were sitting there and they and I were sitting five rows back in the end zone high one of the highest scoring games in NFL history the highest scoring game that I've ever gone to so it was great action the whole time uh game obviously did not end at four o'clock uh what it was supposed to because of all the high scoring but Chargers down by 13 found a way uh to come back and win the game and you know hats off to Herbert and the rest of the Chargers for hanging in there and and they, special teams, we talk about it all the time. Uh, Chargers had a problem with kicker. Uh, I think, oh, we should just never kick anything. Yeah, I, I think our little nephew Braden is a better kicker than the uh, <laughs> than the actual Chargers kicker. But uh, during the game itself, we had another genius, Nay, who we were involved in probably half of her fucking Instagram photos. Uh, very annoying with these half... Yeah, she was our next wombat. Next Wombat uh, annoyed us because kept taking selfies. Wasn't they didn't even show up until the half the game was over. Yeah, so what kind of fan are you, you know, showing up halfway through the game's over and then, uh, you know, just turning around? And just taking pictures of everything. Everything. Like, everything. it was so Friends annoying. And, and then we already decided that she was going to be tallied up to the genius list. But the best genius uh, was when she actually asked you if you could take a picture for her. And I did. And she did. But nay, genius or what? Yeah. I'd like to think so. <laughs> I think you just like using the mass noise over at this point. I just, you know what it is, is each time that I think of something that I find it cracks me up like for these people, these fucking geniuses of the week, you know. So you guys notice how I separated the geniuses of the week there for mine and nay's two different... Uh, uh, welcomes there, but uh, yeah. So you know, getting out of the stadium after that. I mean, Nate, be honest. How many how many Browns fans? It was sixty forty for yeah, Browns fans. It was, it was packed house. Yeah, and they just wouldn't stop. So like, I was pretty quiet all game. You know, doing my thing of rooting and cheering. But uh, as soon as uh, 
As soon as the Chargers took the lead and won the game and got the ball back, I was fucking barking like a dog like those fucking Browns fans were. Not trying, I know I have a, lot, I have a few friends who are Browns fans, and nothing against the Browns because I think the Browns will be right there. But seriously, fuck your fans. Like, you guys are fucking are scumbags. Rude. Yeah, like, fuck all of you. You know, like, I, I don't hate the organization or the team, and like, just fuck you. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, so yeah, so then got to meet up with a good friend of mine. Uh, Mr. B, uh, former uh, guest on the Deacon and Co. show, will be coming on again because yeah. they, his book came out. Uh, Mr. B had his book come out in June, and he gave me a copy. I had uh, got to, started to read it, and I thought that it is a very healthy, clean read. Uh, and most people, if you guys could check it out, because I think that you'll like it, especially if you like the way that uh, Dr. B's actual you know conversation flowed with me you'll love this book especially too because he basically has gone through a lot nay and we're not going to go into too much detail and if he wants to share with anyone he comes on but he's doing well now he had a little bit of a health scare he's doing well and anybody who knows mr b just don't mention that he lost weight he looks good nay <laughs> but he doesn't like when people are telling him that he lost weight but uh if you get a chance you definitely want to check this book out. Uh, thinking about your thinking. You can find it on Amazon. And like I said, Dr. B is going to be on the Deacon and Co. show in a few weeks to discuss the book. And uh, hopefully everyone will have a chance to get it and uh, read it and check up on, uh, you know, or follow on along what we're going to talk about and discuss the book. And it's going to be an exciting night. But got to see... Uh, Baja Sharky's, which is a fun place where um, we, him and I met. And we turned around and... Uh, we, you know, basically like a regular Sunday night or a Sunday night dinner was casual. By the time we got done, you know, it was a little bit of a delay in the football game. It was like a sports fan's dream. You just still had time to do anything that you really wanted to do at that point. It was 8 o'clock at night. Except we were exhausted. Yeah, except for, you. obviously, you're exhausted, you know. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, then traveling on to the adventures, we went down into Santa Monica, where you know what happens in Santa Monica now. Yeah, nay. Tricks are for kids down in Santa Monica, but we didn't see any tricks or kids down there. We saw a bunch of homeless people. Yeah, it was very sad looking. Yeah, very tough scenario, and uh, people under the boardwalk camping out, and it was just uh, not really kind of what, you know, we I... expected it to be. Yeah, the boardwalk was closed down for renovations on one side. Um, you know, it was very... Uh, not very cold, but it was kind of cold that day, uh, especially too, you know, obviously in the shore or whatnot. But uh, then later on, we got to see some cool shit. Got to have a great meal at Rock and Fish, one of the best meals that we ever had. Then we got into Disneyland. <laughs> Nay, what happened at Disneyland? What do you mean what happened at Disneyland? It's the happiest place on earth, Nay. What happened there? Uh, we went on a bunch of rides. Yep. What was your favorite ride that you went on? Um, I don't know. There was a couple that I liked. Yeah, I, I might get some shit from this, from the Decaholics, but the best ride that I went on uh, was Snow White. You really thought Snow White was the best one? Yeah, I thought it was well done. Oh, or Indiana Jones? Yeah, I didn't really like Indiana Jones. Or Pirates of the Caribbean was cool. Well, you only liked the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I thought it was cool or whatnot, but... uh. 
you know, going to these places, they, there was a lot of people, even for a Wednesday, uh, Tuesday and a Wednesday, that we got to go there, and just some of the people there were just out of their minds, you know, completely, like, just strolling around, walking around, doing weird stuff, and, you know, when you're involved in a situation like that where you're with so many people, like, at a certain point, now it's got to, you know, get to you, right? Oh, it really got to you. Agoraphobia, whatever you want to call it, or whatever it is. But I do think that Disney World definitely destroys this place. And uh, I can't wait to go to Disney World. I had fun because I was with you. And we were, you know, goofing around and whatnot, but, like... I mean, we were chosen. And we were chosen. So how can you be mad at that? We walked around with the little alien from Toy Story hat, the Mickey ears that uh, says I've been chosen, little green aliens, those guys are the best. And um, the crazy thing about the whole experience was that... The amount of people. The amount of people that were there, and just... After, like, 3 o'clock. Yeah. Jesus Christmas is the theme that they had going on 80 minutes for a wait time to get into the haunted house that or haunted mansion that was destroyed by Jack Skellington. Well, if you're a Jack Skellington fan, you may not think it was destroyed, but because I like the old version of Haunted Mansion, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. And um, as was I, uh, the... Crazy, just the craziest, you know, obscene things that I saw, like, inside of this particular, you know, uh, setup. Like, I, there was nothing to do with the original, and, and I, I guess I'm glad we got to experience it. But now, Nate, do you know, do they do this in Disney World as well? What? The whole Skellington setup? I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, because, you know, I... Would... I mean, I know it's Halloween theme, and I was really excited for that, but even with the Halloween theme... There really wasn't much Halloween going on except for jack-o'-lanterns everywhere. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the Oogie Boogie Bash, where they closed on the other side of the park, I didn't realize that Oogie Boogie was from Nightmare Before Christmas. I didn't see that movie, so I know, don't don't hate me, Deacaholics, but... Um, yeah, because um, Deacon tried to buy an Oogie Boogie hoodie, and I said, no way in hell am I wearing that after today. <laughs> yeah, because I needed a uh, hoodie. You know, during this whole time that, you know, I think that, you were going because every time that I've gone, um, it's never been this cold. It was really cold the whole time that we were there. I kept leaving stuff at the hotel and I left my hoodie, my sandals, this shit. When I needed that stuff, so I had to get a hoodie. Well, obviously, while I was there, I was freezing. I was literally shaking. That's how cold I was. And, you know, just one of those, uh, you know, crazy situations where, like, I'm trying to play the part, I'm trying to have a good time, but there was just too many people for me. Uh, to do there, but uh, nevertheless, I had a great time with we had you. Fun. Yeah, it was we, one of those scenarios. I mean, we figured it out. We figured how to like beat most of the system. We went on most of the rides. Yeah, yeah. You know. But it really, if you're gonna go to Disneyland, you need three days, and you need to go early in the morning and cut it off by like one, two o'clock, and then do it again the next day because there's no way that you can do it all. It's a freaking marathon of a place. Of waiting. Of waiting. Yeah. And uh, some rides are not worth the wait while others are. Like, the worst one that we waited for was definitely Jungle Cruise because it needed help. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, It needed help, meaning it needed to be refurbished. Refurbished. They needed new uh, tour guides that yeah, were driving the guide. boats. Our tour guide must have been doing it for, like... 30 years saying the same shit 
because his humor was drier than dry, and he was, like, so about himself throughout the whole speech that he had to give, you know? Yeah, it was really, it was not, um, you know, it, it was not a scenario where I really wanted to have this guy, like, just cracking these jokes. He, like, he, he even laughed himself, Nate. He like, laughed at himself. Like, all right, tough crowd today. Like, no, your jokes weren't funny, but genius in a week there, Nay. Oh, I guess it was correct. <laughs> we, they didn't respond, so we needed a little help. But, uh, help. yeah, I mean, there were some cool parts of it, but, like, uh, you know, another cool one that I just was puzzled about, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Who, who the fuck is Mr. Toad? Uh, he was. Yeah. I don't know how you didn't know who he was. I never saw it. Now I gotta watch Mr. Toad. This guy sold his soul to the devil, went to hell, like, blew some shit up. That's Disney for you. Yeah, well, not much more than Splash Mountain and Hanging a Rabbit. That's tough, you know? It was, that was a really tough one, but... Song of South. That's got, why they were trying to get rid of that movie. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, got down to uh, the next day, a time for us to get back, smooth transition home. It was excellent to have such an easy travel home as opposed to the shit show that we've gone through each step of the way, and a lot of patients and a lot of people there tested fun, us. Though. But we had fun. We did have fun. We did have a good time. Uh, Nay, bringing us down into rapids now. Rapid number one here, Nay. What was the better show? Louisville and Louder Than Life or Aftershock in Sacramento? Performance-wise, performance-wise, not setting. Louisville. You think Louisville? Yeah. I like Louisville much better than I like. Only because of the setting. Better performance. No. Metallica came to play in Sacramento. It was the better of the two. Yeah, but I I like Louisville overall. Yeah. Uh, Trust me, um, either show was great, but uh, nay, your opinion, my opinion, it's fine that they differ, but still amazing to see them doing it 40 years later. Nay, uh, rapid number two here. Are the charges for real after what you've saw through the first five weeks of the season and with your, with oh wow Justin Herbert? No, no, they're not for real. <laughs> okay, no. thanks, <laughs> thanks. No, they're not for real. Okay, you know what? They perform well when they want to, and then they choke. So I would mm. say choking is something that's going to come up at some point. Uh, I well, we'll have to see about that. And uh, first place for now, I'm going to enjoy it. Ravens tomorrow going to be a tough game in Baltimore. And uh, we'll see what happens from there. But uh, your kicker sucks. Yeah, I think that the Chargers are for real, and I think that the rest of the NFL should be worried, except for the Buffalo Bills, because um, <laughs> they are Tampa Bay. Fuck Tampa Bay. Uh, <laughs> rapid number three here. That's Nate. why they're not for real. Yeah, rapid number three here, Nate. Uh, Thursday night in um, SoFi Stadium, the Rolling Stones performed. Yeah, that was- we definitely would have caught that if we stayed there because you we were. Knew. Yeah. I it, didn't even know. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Until we got there. It would have been great to have that, but. Uh, that would have been a cool thing to add to the story. I mean, I would have rather gone that than to gone to Disneyland two days. Yeah, oh, wow, wow. That's awesome. And Nate's not really a big Stones fan like that. No, but, you know, got to respect. Wow, I can't believe Nay's saying this right now. I think a tear's coming in my eye. Look, she's learning. I'm learning. Uh, Screw you. Mick, <laughs> Mick Jagger. Has fired back, Nay, on Thursday night at Paul McCartney's recent belittling comments about the British rock band. Uh, Recently, Sir Paul McCartney uh, recently slammed the Stones as the blues cover band in an interview with The New Yorker. Mick Jagger and the rest of the band, obviously, uh, minus Watts, uh, played at SoFi Stadium on Thursday where he... Uh, called out a bunch of celebrities that were at the concert, including uh, Megan Fox, Lady Gaga, and Leonardo DiCaprio. And then 
he turned around and said, Mick Jagger, uh, Paul McCartney is here. He's going to join us in the blues cover band. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, Nay, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, if, you're, if you're Paul McCartney, do you say that about Mick Jagger? Or do you realize that you're the best? That's got to be a joke. I mean, I hope it's a joke. I mean, I, 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 mean I don't know if either one should say anything about it. I mean, they're arguably the top five band, best band of all time. Here we're talking about the Rolling Stones, and for a long time it was the debate of who was better, the Beatles or the Stones. And, uh, you know, tough one there. But uh, I thought it was funny to share well, with the audience. I, if I'm going to pick one, you, you know who I'm going to pick. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's why Nay said that she would have loved to go see the Stones rather than go back to Disneyland. <laughs> uh, wrapping number four here, Nay, it's going to wrap it up here for us today. SoFi Stadium or MetLife Stadium, uh, what... Is, How do they even compare? What is the... What the heck conversation is this right now? Um, I don't know. How do you compare the two? It's you can't. SoFi Stadium, for me, uh, it's more comfortable there because, you know, obviously, Dude, I'm two, home. They're not even a stadium. Yeah. It's like a fucking magic land in SoFi Stadium. Like, literally, everything's brand new. There's... Photo ops everywhere, places where you could take pictures. There's screens that are bigger than freaking MetLife Stadium of itself. Like, there's no <laughs> way to compare MetLife Stadium to SoFi Stadium. Seeing a game there, seeing a concert there might be a little different story, but I definitely am with SoFi on that one. Sorry, jumped the gun on that one, Nay. That was Rapid 3. Um, one thing that California has for our last Rapid that New York doesn't have, Nay. What do you think? Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Uh, Jack in the Box, yeah, definitely. And uh, uh, Disneyland, um, pretty much everything that we did on the West Coast. That No, one thing that is your favorite there, sorry, uh, from California that New York doesn't have. I would say weed delivery for me, and I would say Jack in the Box. I don't know. I mean, they don't have, we don't have Disneyland. Even if you had a Disneyland in New York, how many times would we be going to this thing? I don't know. We would have to figure that part out. Maybe it would be like your Metallica obsession. <laughs> oh, now it's an obsession. <laughs> Pounding out aggression, turn into obsession, that oh, kind of deal? Don't talk about battery. Let's just move on. <laughs> Can I kill the Bato right? Nay, I am so happy that you knew that there was battery where I was going with that. Bro. But oh wow, underestimate <laughs> my Metallica lyric knowledge, especially no. this last week. Not at all. Very impressed, Nay. Very impressed. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the uh, most recent episode of the Touchdown Report. That would be season two, episode six for you. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of episode sixty of the Deacon and Co Show. Please do us a favor and follow us on the majors of social, Instagram, and Twitter. Deacon and Co Show and Deacon and Co Show at gmail.com if you want to chat. But for now, Deacon and Nay are out.